This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Home Stretch here on Silver and Black today. And if you're like me, I know many of you aren't, but if you're like me and you're Catholic, it is Ash Wednesday. Uh, I got my hat on so you don't see my ash is worn off by now. But uh, it's the start of Lent, and I'm giving up talking to Mo for Lent. No, I'm just kidding. I am not doing that. That would not be good for the show. Uh, but anyway, uh, of greetings to everybody out there in Raider Nation. Uh, my partner is Mo Moten. He is the national NFL writer at Bleacher Report. You can follow him on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. That is Mo Moten. Uh, also catch him up on sportsnot.com where he does Raiders content. Although his Raiders content today on Wednesday is on Bleacher Report where he talks about C.J. Stroud and his fit. You cannot miss that read. Go read it now. Mo, I know you had a live show also, Bleacher Report Live, earlier in the week. Another one coming up on Friday. Is that right? I'm done with Bleacher Report Live shows for now. Oh. We're going into a Wait. low period. What? So I, I, I've... I've Bleacher Report live showed myself out. Mo, Midtown Mo needs a needs a bit of an intermission, a siesta, however you want to call it. <laughs> but I, it, all those live shows are up, by the way. If you go on the Bleacher Report app, you can uh, definitely check those out. I'm yeah. check, I'm going through trade packages, what the Raiders can do to move up, uh, what the Raiders. The Mac Jones thing really gained a lot of traction because the Mac Jones rumors are alive. We, we didn't Big mention time. it, but. The reports came out that Bill Belichick not exactly happy with Mac Jones. So those Mac Jones rumors are still alive. Still yeah, and, alive. Now, and, I think it's a slight chance they're still alive. Mo, I think so too, because this is the third round of these kind of rumors about Mac Jones and about Bill Belichick. We heard the ones right after the season when, when they talked about disrespecting. And then there was a second round of those, and now a third round of those. And Bill Belichick... It's like Sun Tzu's art of war, right? He's always playing. You talked about chess and checkers earlier in the show. He's always playing chess. The guy does not sleep. He's a master tactician and strategist. And so what he's doing, he might be doing is he's putting that out there because he wants people to call him. 
and see what he can get there. So it would be really interesting. And 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 the other rumor was that maybe he wants Garoppolo back. So yes. which which is a crazy twist on things. Can you imagine Garoppolo back to New England, Mac Jones to Las Vegas, Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco? <laughs> wow, that 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 would be a blockbuster. Although, but that Rodgers said no no to San Francisco, so we'll see. He did. He did. But I put I put that out there, and I and I, I put it out there on Twitter when I thought about it because Bleacher Report had an article on it. Bill Belichick did support the Patriots trading Jimmy Garoppolo to the San Francisco 49ers for a second round pick. Jimmy G is going to be a free agent. What if Bill Belichick wants him back? Yeah. And if he does get him back, why wouldn't Bill Belichick trade Mac Jones? And then why wouldn't he trade him to the Raiders because Mac Jones had a pretty good year with Josh McDaniels? It makes sense. Well, and remember, too, this was an interesting rumor from back in the day when the Garoppolo trade from New England happened to San Francisco. If you recall, that was when Tom Brady and Belichick were not exactly getting along. It was one of the more friction-filled points of their relationship. And Tom Brady's contract was coming up. And so a lot of people surmise that Belichick traded Garoppolo to San Francisco with purpose because he didn't want that spot to be open for Tom Brady. And, and, and so it was like a negotiating point, which, you know, it could be completely BS, but it fits the Belichick mold in some way. So to get Garoppolo back these years later would be hysterical to me. So we'll see what happens with that. But one, one guy the Raiders need to have back is Josh Jacobs. And uh, just, just this week, the window opened for NFL teams to franchise tag players to off to do that. Uh, and, and Josh Jacobs is a candidate for that. Mo, I think it's 10.3 million. If you if franchise tag a, a running back this season, a lot of folks want Josh Jacobs to get paid. I understand it. The, the young man had a great year. He's been a great leader. He's really started to come into his own, I think, in the locker room as well. You saw his interviews on Super Bowl uh, Radio Row. That was really smart of him and the Raiders both, I think, to to go out and have him speak because him and Devontae Adams kind of the leaders of the offense now without a quarterback. But you look at this situation, Mo, there's two types of tags in the NFL. Explain to people those types of tags. There's the exclusive, non-exclusive, uh, and, and which one Josh Jacobs is more of a candidate for. So just to boil it down, non-exclusive tag is a tag that now it's still 10.1 million, I believe, is the tag. Oh, 10.1. Thank you. Yeah, you're so right. So they would tag Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs would still be allowed to negotiate with other teams. And if he agrees to a deal with another team and the Raiders don't match it, then the Raiders would get two first round picks. I don't mm -hmm. see that happening because no yeah. one's giving up two first round picks for a running back. So the Raiders will likely give Josh Jacobs the exclusive tag which means that he cannot negotiate with other teams and they'll tr probably try to continue to work out a deal with him now i i assess that i think if the Raiders do work out a long-term contract with him it's going to be worth about 14 to 14 and a half million per year simply because there was a report out there was a report out on espn saying that the giants believe that saquon barkley would be okay to coming back on a $14 million contract. Mm -hmm. So if Saquon Barkley is okay with $14 million, then Josh Jacobs, who won the rushing title and has been more durable than Saquon Barkley, is probably going to want a little more than Saquon. So I would I would guess that you would start the conversation at $14.5 million. Could go up to $15. Of course, Christian McCaffrey is the leader of the running back market right now with $16 million a year. 
but that's what it's going to cost for Josh Jacobs if you're going to sign him to a multi-year deal. It's probably going to be between 14 and 15 million. Now he did say he would be okay with playing with the franchise tag, but he did. He also said if you're going to give me the franchise tag, you got to build <laughs> up around me. Make sure you use that money wisely. If you're not going to pay me, you better be p- playing players that are going to help us win football games. Because he said if you're going to pay me to be the hero, meaning if you're going to give me 300 carries. You better pay me like the hero. So I think that would yes. be between 14 and 15 million if you're going to pay him like the hero he would be. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, too. The, the Raiders have until March 8th to do this. So if they were going to, for example, make a big move like Aaron Rodgers, which we've talked about in every segment of the show, and, and take on salary, even if they restructure Rodgers' deal, uh, it was, it's going to be expensive. And if they do that, then that would impact what you do with Josh Jacobs. So you're not in a hurry. You're not going to do this until you absolutely have to. So if they go get a Rodgers, then the chances of tagging Jacobs go way up. And I think you have no other option, actually, just from a salary cap, because you have so many things you need to do on the defense as well as get some more offensive linemen. If they don't, then as you and I discussed, I don't know, maybe two shows ago, then if you go the rookie route and you re-sign Jared Stidham for a couple million dollars a year or whatever, he's going to earn $3 million a year, uh, then you can say, okay, Josh Jacobs, we're going to give you a contract, right, if you do that. But I still might not do it. I still, if I'm the Raiders and I'm being frugal, knowing that you have to add all these positions and you have other free agents that you might be negotiating with, because that period of time has opened up as well, where you can start to think about uh, some guys on defense, some of the names we talked about over the last couple of weeks, then you m- still might be able to do that. And if Josh Jacobs sees them spending on good free agents, sees them getting an Aaron Rodgers or filling up, uh, getting some stars on defense and, and offensive line, then he he'll feel okay about it. If with the, with the caveat, Hey, listen, we're going to tag you this year so we can build this up around you as you requested as well. And then we'll talk during the season. We'll talk. Uh, we'll keep an ongoing conversation about a long-term deal. I think everybody wins in that scenario. Absolutely, I think everyone wins in that scenario. But as you said, I think the Raiders are going to wait it out. So I don't, I don't see either way. I don't see anything happening on the Josh Jacobs front that's very definitive, whether it be a long term deal or them saying, okay, he's going to play it out on the, on the franchise tag simply because you just, as you just said, I, it matters what they're going to do at the quarterback position per per se. Aaron Rodgers really because they have to come to a decision on Josh Jacobs tag or whether they're going to agree to a long-term deal or let them play out the tag before free agency opens, before that tampering grid opens. So it's about a week in between. So it, 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 if Rogers is not in the cards, as you said, I, it's a possibility that they will pay Josh Jacobs. I, I don't see anything more than a, a three-year deal though, because right, with right. running backs, they have a very short shelf life and you don't want to put a running back on a five-year deal because if he tears up his knee one year, he's, he may not be the same player. And we, as, as we know, Josh Jacobs hasn't missed a lot of time in his career. But he's been banged up. This is the first year where I think this was his healthiest year. Yes. And it kind of surprised me because we're used to seeing Josh Jacobs hobble off the field and miss a game or two here and there because of knee or ankle or something like that because of his playing style. And for him to be the workhorse that he was, getting more carries than he's ever had in a single season to hold up and to win the Russian title, you want to see if is that the norm for him now or was that just a flash in the pan? So you want to be careful about giving him a long-term, like a four- or five-year deal. A two, three-year deal makes sense to me. Yeah, and and I just think tagging him works too because um, the Raiders, 
I know last year drafted some running backs. Clearly, they didn't they didn't push their way up the the depth chart enough to steal any time from Josh Jacobs, who had a great year. But I can see them drafting another running back again this year or two. Uh, so so you don't know what you're going to strike. You might strike gold. You might pick a guy in the fifth or sixth or seventh round like Kansas City did with Pacheco, and suddenly you're glad that you gave them the tag because the next year you can say, hey, man, thank you. Good luck to you. Uh, open market. We got this guy now. <laughs> He's come in. I mean, that's that's the cold side of the business, Mo. But in that case, depending how deep the rebuild is or how they feel they're at after this next stage, that's also an option. You got to keep options open for yourself as the team. And the player's got to look out for himself, too. I don't begrudge anybody for doing that. I'm just saying the Raiders have more options than Josh Jacobs does, clearly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, clearly. And, and I think based on how it's panned out for running backs, homegrown running backs for teams, I think it's more likely Josh Jacobs gets like a two, three-year deal. Simply because if you look at the top running backs right now on the top of the market, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb. These guys were drafted by the team that gave him a second contract. So if you perform at a high level, the chances of you getting a second contract from your team are there. But as you said, the Raiders have to make a, a smart business decision. And if Rodgers comes to Vegas, as you said, Jacobs probably has to play out the year on the franchise tag. I think he will understand that. As he said, if you're going to not pay me, bring in some players that are going to help us win Aaron Rodgers. You can win now with Aaron Rodgers, obviously. But if it's not, if it's not Aaron Rodgers, if it's if it's Jacoby Brissett or Jared <laughs> Stidham, Josh Jacobs is probably looking like, okay, you don't have a clear-cut leader at the quarterback position. I'm one of your locker room leaders. You gotta, you know, pay me. Yeah. You know, I, and I would I would understand that. Absolutely. And I would expect them if they if they go that direction that they give him, like you said, a three-year deal probably with an out after one or two um, to, to make sure that they can protect themselves uh, and, and, and move on if they need to. So it'll be interesting. But, but that's kind of that, not a lot of urgency right now in the Raider organization around anything. That was really the only kind of, I think, out there thing that we were thinking about as far as what goes on. But, but Mo, uh, we're, we're right around the corner from things starting to move a little bit. Uh, and, of course, we'll cover it here on the show. But when you look at this Raiders roster, when you look at what they might be up to coming off the Super Bowl and going into this, uh, it, really, another two- or three-week three period before the, the NFL New Year starts uh, in the middle of March, um, what, what, would, what should fans watch for? What are you looking for yourself uh, from this team over the next couple of weeks? Well, the combine is coming up next week. And I think mm-hmm. that's a, a lot of people don't like to watch players run around in their shorts and their underwear. I get it. <laughs> but it's very important that the Raiders, if they're not going to send a bunch of picks for Aaron Rodgers or CJ Stroud, if they're just going to sit at seven and just, you know, follow their board, they have to hit this draft out of the park. They have to hit for agency out of the park. And I think you've said this multiple times and it's true. It, while we don't expect the Raiders to go from 6-11 to a Super Bowl contender, 
it is important that they have a strong offseason because it'll set the tone for this regime. Because let's be honest, this is a rebuilding period. Unless barring an Aaron Rodgers trade, the Raiders are rebuilding. They got rid of their quarterback of nine years. They have to revamp almost the entire 80%, 85% of the defense. It's a rebuild, <laughs> folks. That's what you yes. call a rebuild. Yes. So they have to you I would I would encourage fans, even if you're not a film junkie, you don't have to be a film junkie. But watch the combine. I know game, real games aren't being played, but it'll familiarize you with a lot of names that the Raiders could be considering in the upcoming draft, from the guard position to the tackle position to the, all three levels of the defense, linebacker, edge rusher, defensive tackle, cornerback, especially safety. The Raiders are going to be looking at a lot of prospects, and a lot of those prospects yeah. you're going to see in Indianapolis at the combine. Yeah, and and just don't the the four cone thing does or three cone that doesn't matter. Just. <laughs> Kelly, our good friend Kelly Kreiner has a great dit, bit on that. Um, we'll have him on talk about the draft as well as some other folks that we're going to bring on the show to talk about the draft. And I know you know a lot of a lot of Raider fans talking about Richardson again. I'm not a big fan. Great talent as an athlete, just not a great fan. Uh, Ryan Fowler tweeted I think yesterday about Hendon Hooker's met a lot with the Raiders. Um, the thing that you need to realize, and I keep saying this because I even see some journalists that I really respect that cover the Raiders. Uh, talking and, and sort of poking fun at the Raiders for not having a plan at quarterback. These guys came from New England. They're, they're going to use misdirection. They're going to say things uh, to make you think one way, and they're going to do things another way. So I would say when you think something's imminent or you look like something's going to happen, you may not have all the information. So in that way, it's going to be very surprising and I think exciting for Raider Nation going into the draft, Mo, because uh, we have just no clue what they're going to do. And anybody, we're going to guess, just like everybody else is going to guess. But right. at the end of the day, only know only they know what they're going to do. And it's going to be until we get to April, until we get to that draft in Kansas City and we see who they take off the board, we're just not going to be able to say you know, how this team has done. To the people, and I see that a lot too. A lot of people, I see a lot of people saying, "Well, the Raiders don't have a plan. They got rid of Derek Carr, and they don't have <laughs> a plan." And to them, I would say, everyone has a plan. And I'm going to remix. I think Mike Tyson said said this to a certain extent. But everyone has a plan until you start losing football games. So yes. what I mean by that is, the Raiders went into the 2022 season thinking that the whole Derek Carr thing would work. They wouldn't have, of course, they put the no, they put the out in his contract, but there was also no trade clause. So they obviously didn't come in with the intention of we're just going to have Derek Carr for a year. And we're going to release him and not get anything for him. Mm -hmm. Dave Ziegler said it when he was all busting with the boys. He said, any anything that I do, any moves that we make, we make these moves with the idea that it's going to work out. Right. Now, it's a possibility that it won't work out. And then if it doesn't, you're going to have to pivot. That doesn't mean that they don't have a plan. But they're going to have to figure things out. Sometimes you have to adjust on the fly. You you hope things work out for the best, but you understand that it may not. And again, it, just because you don't have an immediate answer right away, which is what he said, we may not have an immediate answer in 2023, doesn't mean that they, they're not going to form a plan that they think is going to work long term. Now, they still right. have a philosophy, which I think is more important. And he said it basically. He's like, we're not going to just do things because I want to buy a year or two here because we made a mistake there. He my in my words he wants to build something that's sustainable and they'll figure it out what that is as yeah. time goes on because they don't have all the answers yet we don't know what aaron Rodgers is going to do 
We don't know how much Jimmy Garoppolo is going to cost once he hits the free agent market. We don't know if a team is going to trade up to the number one spot and push and, you know, take a quarterback that they may like. There are so many question marks. There's so many moving parts. I'm sure the Raiders don't even know exactly what they're going to do because of all of these moving parts. So anyone who tells you that they know what the Raiders are going to do, this is going to be their plan, they're lying to you. Because I don't even think Ziegler and McDaniels know at this point because as as i just said there's so many moving parts and you need answers to those moving parts before you devise a complete full plan and they're interviewing guys at the combine they're interviewing guys now uh they were at the senior bowl clearly patrick graham was a coach there so so they're doing their due diligence you have a plan going in but then you sit down with a guy you might sit down with bryce young and say holy crap this is the guy you might sit down with cj stroud you might sit down with all of them and say these aren't the guys so guess what? Who wants the number seven pick? We'll move down. We'll get an impact player uh, from 10 to 15 and and think about something else, dra- get more draft picks and build that defense up. So there's a lot that can happen, and, and we're going to be here to follow it all. And, of course, the, the combine next week. So, Mo, we're gonna, we'll be on top of that. We'll talk a little bit about that, maybe some players, everybody in Raider Nation. We, we talk about the quarterback because it's a massively huge hole they have to fill but there's a lot of other guys that we'll discuss as well as we move forward and talk about the NFL Combine. Do me a favor, make sure you follow Mo on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-U-N. That's Mo Moten. Mo, you had your piece on C.J. Stroud today. What else coming up uh, this week you want people to watch for? Going to do a quick preview on the Combine I just talked about. I'll have some prospects to keep an eye on at each position of need for the Raiders. So if you follow the Raiders, you know what those positions are guard because i believe mm-hmm. dylan palm is probably going to move the center so you're going to need two guards probably so guards a big position need cornerback safety linebacker uh even i don't want to say tight end because i, I don't want to say darren wall is going to get traded but in my piece i i i said that if the Raiders make a move for the bears i would say darren wall is probably out of there so maybe yep. i take a look at some tight ends that they may look at even if they want to dangle darren wall out there for draft capital so There'll be a lot of positions out there I'll be taking a look at. I'll just give you a quick deep dive into some names that you need to know going into the combine. Some guys you may want to take a closer look at if you're a film junkie. Yes, and I I really think, and I said it last show, Mo, I really think that this NFL draft is going to have a little more fireworks than we're used to. Uh, A lot of teams jockeying for position. We even heard the Cowboys. Maybe the Cowboys want to go up and draft a quarterback. They're not happy with Dak Prescott. Whoa. So who knows what's going to happen uh, there as well. So that, and that, but that that could be another team spread that rumor so that their own pick, the Bears, uh, or somebody else can can get more value out of their pick. That's this time of the year. Make sure you listen to everything with a grain of salt, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of jockeying going on between now and April when the draft pops up. So it'll be interesting. Mo, my friend, as always, a pleasure being with you, and we'll see you next time. As always, don't send hate mail because we don't think the Reds are going to the Super Bowl. We're just trying to be <laughs> realistic for you. I, I said there's a hope for the playoffs, but the Super Bowl, that's that's a stretch. Anything can happen, Mo. Right? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> thank you, my friend. All right. Listen up. Do us a favor. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, do it wherever you get your audio podcasts. We would certainly appreciate it. Turn on that auto download so the show is just pushed to you right away. I know the show doesn't come out as many times as we did past weeks, but that's okay. We're getting a little bit of rest, but as the ramp... Uh, builds back up towards the draft we will do that got a lot of great content coming for you as well so make sure you tune in and give us a chance uh, to to earn your listenership uh, continually over on if you're on the youtube page as always guys thank you so much for the chat it's always always so much fun in there we appreciate everything you guys do hit the 
subscription and the and the uh, notifications bell there as well when you do that. For Momotin and our producer, David Stepanian, I am Scott Branson. Thanks, Raider Nation. We will talk to you next time.